Hello babes and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to episode one. This will be episode 1A. This episode will be about childhood. What did we do as a kid? What were our favourite things? What was our embarrassing stories? What was our favourite memory as a child? Childhood crushes, school life, everything about our childhood and and more. You never know where this podcast could go. This is the first one, so <laughs> I really don't know where it's going to go. It's going to be a, a honestly a mystery and a surprise. Boo, did I scare you? <laughs> Um, I'm going to have a lovely guest on today. I uh, will be having Lucy on with me today talking about childhood. And we're just going to share between us our memories and, and funny things we got up to and just see where it goes, to be honest. Let's do this. Wonderful. I'll just see the kick button. I could kick you. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Please don't. I won't. Okay. <laughs> so you have many a stories about childhood. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> I, you say many. I it, I racked my brain for about an hour when you sent me over the questions for stories, but I've come up with a page and a half of stories, so I must do. A page and a half? Yeah. And some of it I look at and I'm like, that's not going to, that's just, you're going to say that and then there's going to be an awkward silence because <laughs> it's really irrelevant and it doesn't mean anything and it's not entertaining, but I wrote it down anyway. Well, I'm all down for all of the bits, even if it's not entertaining, I'm still I'm still game because you've got a page and a half and I think I've got about 200 words. It's going to become your podcast. Excellent. Yeah. I've infiltrated. <laughs> you have infiltrated. <laughs> so what were some of these things that you wrote down? Do you want to start with something maybe a little bit funny? So this one's embarrassing, right? And <laughs> I'm ready. I'm going to make my friend who this involves listen to this because she will hate me for it and it would just be funny. So oh, brilliant. <laughs> we must have been about 12 or 13. And we, oh God, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> we had like loads of A3 paper. We stuck all of these A3 pieces of paper together to make... And how old were you though? 12 or 13. Okay. <laughs> We drew on these pieces of paper and stuck them together. But we made mm. these pieces of paper about five foot tall, like as tall as us. What? Why? Because we were drawing and making life-size husbands. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah. Why so, did you do that? <laughs> I can't remember their names, but we held right. an actual wedding where we like dressed oh. up and walked around her living room with our life-size husbands and we had like our first <laughs> dance and everything and we would play music out of our little crappy I don't even know what like Motorola's or something like some crappy little phone where we bluetoothed bad quality songs to each other and we had a wedding so we were married at 12. Did you kiss the paper? Yes. <laughs> Did you? Yes. So like you went there kissed the bride and you kissed the paper? Yeah. Oh my god god. They looked identical to each other as well so <laughs> And you don't have any pictures or anything, do you? Like, oh god, no. photo somewhere. Thank god. That is pretty embarrassing, and I probably wouldn't tell anyone that. <laughs> but now I've told like all like however many people listen to this that have never like even heard of me, and now they know that me and my friend. I'll name her if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Bait her out. On Facebook. <laughs> Go find her. <laughs> I did used to when I was little. Um, so when we went on holiday to Greece as a family, I used to do this show for my family when they were on the balcony, like drinking wine and having bread of an evening. I used to play Barbie and Cindy. <laughs> this is really weird. So <laughs> I, I'm a lot younger than 12, though, so you don't have an excuse, whereas oh, okay. I do. 
I was about, I think I was like six or seven and I used to go in and out of the curtain on the balcony and one time I'd, I'd come out and I'd be like, hi everyone, I'm Barbie and I'm going to perform <laughs> a show for you. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I'd go, hold on one second, there's a call. And then I'd go back behind the curtain and then come back and be like, hello everyone, I'm Cindy. Oh, <laughs> Barbie's no. taking a call right now. Yeah, I used to do shows all the time for people. See, that's really funny because the other thing I wrote down was... <laughs> I, I did this right and this is really embarrassing. I was gonna lie on this part and say that I was really little. I did this up until like college, right, when I was like eighteen. Oh my <laughs> I would wait until my mum and stepdad were out of the house, like whether they were at work or wherever, and I would whip out my iPod and I would hold a whole full on concert in my kitchen I would plug my ears in I'd blast it and I would sing at the top of my lungs or shout or whatever you would want to call it but it's not singing and I would just I'd do like a full-on show like I would pretend there was an audience there right and there was celebrity like guests and everything Mm. I would like proper act it out but I and I did that up until I was like 18. 18. (laughs) (laughs) Right okay that's pretty embarrassing I've also (laughs) would not tell anyone that either. I've been walked in on many a times. It was really awkward. Oh, no. I've been walked in on a lot of times as well. Like that, I don't think there's anything worse actually than when you're a kid and you're like, yeah, like proper like grooving, dancing to yourself, and then someone opens the door and you get caught. You're like, my life is over. This is the end. But I used to do that a lot. Concerts and things. I one time, my mum, we were in Croma in Norfolk, and my mum lost me, and she was like, shit, where's she gone? <laughs> And then she turned around and there was like a crowd of people and she looked up and I was standing on a wall in front of this crowd of people performing a, a show for everyone. Like, hello, everyone. Welcome. And she was like, what the fuck? Ever get down. Get down. She'd rather so, you just been kidnapped rather than face embarrassment. <laughs> well, to be fair, that was back in the olden days when you could just let your kids run around and not have to worry. But The good old days. The good old days. The good old days where you could be taken to the pub as a kid and just left to run around. Well, literally, that is my childhood. I'm surprised this isn't just like a whole chat on how many hours I spent in a pub with packets of salt and vinegar crisps. <laughs> <laughs> Because you don't have any brothers or sisters, do you? So you would have been in that pub on your own. Yeah. Well, I have a half-sister, but she's 10 years younger and I don't live with her. So, yeah, she never got to experience that life. Like, she had it easy. Oh, your your sibling was then packet of crisps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've got, it's not really like a funny one, but it's like probably a bit weird and I was a bit deluded. (laughs) Okay, so, old. <laughs> I'd say like 10, okay. about 10. And every other weekend I used to go to my dad's and he had a girlfriend who had a daughter who was a few years younger than me. So mm-hmm. we used to go out front when we used to play outside. We used to pick all of neighbours' flowers and we would crunch up the petals and put them in a like appetizer bottle from the pub because that's where we live because that's where we spent all our time. Right. <laughs> so we had all these spare bottles and we'd crunch up the petals and put them in a bottle and we'd like mush them up and pretend it was perfume. And I'm not even lying, right? We had a bunk bed, like one of those bunk beds where it's just one bed and you've got a desk under it and you can pull the desk out. We had, if you pulled the desk out and you crawl under the bed, it's like a little cubby hole. And we had, I'm not even lying, about 50 bottles of <laughs> perfume hidden under there that we would sell to my dad for 20p a bottle perfume yeah. with fingers perfume. perfume i did actually do fingers and then realized we're not <laughs> even on camera 
<laughs> I did it as well. I was like, yeah, perfume, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then your dad, bless him. Yeah, I'll have it for 20p. <laughs> yeah, which has also reminded me of mm. a similar day when we were making perfume. We put a bar of soap in the toilet and uh, flooded the whole bathroom. And it was the only bathroom in the house. Oh, my god yeah i don't know why that brought that up but it was the same house so that's why <laughs> i i think that was one of the worst feelings though were you that kid that if you spilt a drink at the table you'd cry i would cry at anything i still do <laughs> if i spilt a drink right now i'd be in tears the change to lucy and she's like i'll cry at anything <laughs> <laughs> oh no i'm showing my soft side <laughs> I broke the the oven in the kitchen when I was, I don't even know, like 10 or 11. And me and my sister were playing in the kitchen. We were doing like tricep dips on the corner of the kitchen. (laughs) And we were like, you put your hands on the sides and then we were like lifting our body weight. I dropped and my foot hit the handle of the oven and the whole oven smashed like glass everywhere. I shit my pants. I ran away. I was like, I'm not coming back to it. (laughs) Life is over for me. My mum's going to fucking kill me because they were out at the factory shop getting stuff on a Saturday. So I was like, fuck, mum and dad are going to come back and absolutely kill me. Um, And I started crying in the living room and my mum come back and she actually came in and went, it's okay. And I was like, why are you being nice to me? (laughs) I've just fucking broken your oven. It's not even like a, a vase or something i fucked your whole oven up <laughs> but yeah breaking stuff as a kid was fucking scary it was i used to be scared i get scared now i a, a couple years ago my mum went on holiday and i broke the tumble dryer like i slammed the door <laughs> shut and the little um thing that the door clips together it snapped so mm. you can't shut the door i was like oh shit my mum's gonna kill me like what am i gonna <laughs> do i nearly cried then <laughs> you do do go for that phase don't you? you're like right okay think what do i do (laughs) fix this google it figure it out exactly it it was it was scary scary times but when you ran away where did you run away to i only ran the corner oh okay so you didn't get very far (laughs) i didn't get very far but i feel like i wasn't that kid that did run away often like i don't know i kind of you know you get scolded as a kid and then you just kind of run up to your bedroom don't you and you just sit up there yeah, you run away from your mum's hand as you run up the stairs. Yeah, you do. That used to be the worst, but I, I didn't hate that, though. Was you smacked as a child? <laughs> Not in, like, an abusive way, but, like, <laughs> my mum would, like, smack my leg if I was a little bitch. <laughs> I still am a little bitch, but in different ways. But my dad wouldn't, though, but my mum would. Yeah, I used to get a smack, but and it was never often and it never was like abusive. Oh yeah. It was no. just like it was when I did something so bad. Like I, one time I told my dad to fuck off. <gasps> this was bad. Oh. We were play fighting and then like I just had enough. And then I just was like, I don't want to play anymore. And he was tickling me. And you know when someone tickles you so much you're just like, I wanna kill you. <laughs> yes. Out of nowhere, I just was like, Fuck off, Dad. And he just stopped and looked at me and he went get to your fucking room now and i was like oh my god and he chased me up the stairs i was like ah it was awful swearing at parents that did change though like i think when i got to about 15 16 i I gradually started swearing a bit more in front of my parents oh see i i don't swear in front of my parents which is funny because she can probably hear me swearing from my room right now but i won't do it (laughs) when i'm in the same room as them yeah i started letting shits and fucks out mid teenage years but i think i got away with it more because i'm the youngest child i think i'm considered the naughty one yeah yeah probably uh, <laughs> please keep that in <laughs> please <laughs> Excellent. I uh, I got away with it pretty because uh, I was always the naughty one. I, I, even though I was, I don't think I was naughty. I just got away with everything, so everyone thought I was the naughty one. 
Because the youngest is always a favourite. Yeah, that is true. I think I was. <laughs> I think what? I still am. <laughs> I'm definitely my dad's favourite and I'm not the youngest. <laughs> I don't think it's bad to be favourited. I, I know. Parents always say, like, I don't have a favourite child. But if I had multiple children, I would definitely pick a favourite and I would definitely tell them as well. Did you ever stick anything up your nose? No, but my friend did. And I remember this walk to school very vividly because of it. You know? <laughs> You know those um, pink flowers that I don't know how to describe? They're like, most of the time when you see them, they're like buds. So they're just little mm. bulbs. She stuck one of them up her nose, think, just to see if it would fit. And we were at primary <laughs> school, so it must have been about eight or, eight or nine. Except it was mm. the perfect fit. And when I say perfect, I mean perfect. Like, to the hair in her nostrils. It just clung, <laughs> clung to the inside of her nostril and what? it would not come out. It was. What did she do? She tried to blow it out for about 20 minutes and eventually luckily one of the uh, the one of the parents at the school who was on a playground was a nurse so she managed to get it out but it was terrifying and it was hilarious at the same time not always remember it <laughs> i've never stuck anything in my facial holes wait <laughs> well that's a lie that's a big fat lie I've never stuck anything up my nose. Since. I hope your mum's not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe cut that bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, my dad, that's saying it. <laughs> I actually, it's really ironic because I'm allergic to peanuts now as an adult. But when I was younger, I stuck a KP peanut up my nose. And I think I was only about four or five and I can remember doing it vividly. You've just triggered a memory after after you've told me about this KP peanut and whether <laughs> it ever came out. I've, I did stick something up my nose. Was it a peanut? No, but please tell me more about this peanut. <laughs> so I'll set the scene. I was sitting in the living room. <laughs> and so as a child, I just want to disclaim, as a child, I was allowed to watch some very non-age appropriate things. As a child, my dad was always into horror movies. And from about the age of about five, I was probably watching The Evil Dead. <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm safe and sane today. It's not affected me in any kind of weird way. So we were sitting there watching Scream. I think it just come out on video cassette. And my mum and dad had a friend over and I was sitting on the sofa. My mum was sitting next to me on the left and we had a bowl of peanuts. My dad was in the armchair and this other lady was in another armchair. We're sitting there watching Scream and it was the intro part where the, was it Drew Barrymore? Yes. It was yeah. in the original. The beginning bit where she's like on the phone and I wasn't paying much attention because I wasn't scared yet. There's a bowl of peanuts next to me and I thought oh, I was no. eating them with my mum and then I, I was holding them on my lap and I picked one up and I, I remember looking at it. So I'm holding it with a thumb and my index finger. <laughs> and I'm looking at it and I just go plop and just straight in there push it up with a finger and there it is and then I just thought okay and then I just carried on eating them like nothing happened I didn't tell anyone about it and it wasn't until my mum I think maybe like a week or so later she noticed I had a big lump on my nose and she was like what's that in there I can't remember if I told her if it was a peanut or not I probably did say oh it's just a peanut <laughs> <laughs> a week later <laughs> Um, so I had to go to the hospital and have it sucked out. Oh, my um, God. How far did you put it up? I put it very up there, and it stays in there for a, a good long while. <laughs> what, like, like as if you're taking, like, a COVID test up, like, touching your, tickling your brain sort of up? Well, I don't know. Well, I just put... I will pick my nose right now, feel how far up my nose I can go. Was it further than what your finger can well, go? if you can imagine, like, if you grab your nose bone, it was, like, the top of the bridge. I oh pushed it way God. up because I had a big lump on the side of the top of my bridge, <laughs> my nose and it, that's the only reason it probably otherwise I would still probably have it today <laughs> I'd <laughs> no love to know what was just going through your head when you thought mm, yeah 
Mm. Just put that on there and then just leave it. Yeah. I didn't even what? think this is uncomfortable. I just kind of was like, that's in there now. I'm going to continue eating <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> that can stay there for later I was a bit of a boo-boo child to be fair I always used to walk into stuff like I always had scabs all over my face because I was always falling over because I've got (laughs) gammy feet (laughs) that point inwards yeah so I was always falling over as a kid and walking into things and so a peanut up the nose wasn't really much to be honest (laughs) go on tell me about your peanut story well, it was actually, do you remember those gooey baby aliens that used to get in the little eggs? I yeah. had one of those and I ripped its hand off and I put its <laughs> hand up it. my nose. What so, the fuck? Because I thought, oh, it's like a bogey. So I pretended like to be picking my nose. Yeah. Except when I pulled my finger out, the hand wasn't there anymore. And I can tell oh. you now, honestly, until like to this day, I don't know if that ever came out. Oh, maybe it cycled through the body. You probably ate it. It's probably in my brain, to be honest. <laughs> An alien hand in your brain. Yeah, it was only a baby one. So it was only like the hand was quite small. It wasn't a full size alien hand. But Maybe that's why you went on to kiss paper men. It probably is. That's probably <laughs> that explains half the stuff that I'm going to talk about. Say, yeah, a bit of a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever eat anything you shouldn't add? No, because I'm a fussy eater. I can't put any like anything that I know I don't like. If I don't know what it's going to taste like, I'm not going to put it in my mouth. Oh, that's just unnecessary. I just gag at the thought of like mashed potato. Never had mashed potato. What like, the hell? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm gonna try and find a way to sneak mash into your food. If I <laughs> see you again after COVID, I swear to God, you are having mash and you're gonna eat it. And then I'm gonna go, Oh, did you enjoy that mash, Lucy? And you're gonna go, I don't like mash. And I'll be like, Oh, that's funny because you just fucking ate it. <laughs> <laughs> I have told this story on stream, but we're doing it now again. When I was very young again, I was just such a weird kid. Um, I was dancing in the living room and I fell over. It was like something out of a movie. You know, like when they fall and they land and they find something under the sofa and go, oh, a penny. <laughs> yeah, I did that, but with a bourbon biscuit. Oh, no. <laughs> so I fell over onto the nice, lovely blue carpet and underneath the sofa was a bourbon biscuit. And it wasn't like close. It was like under the sofa, right middle. Up, right under there. So I put my little arm under there, <laughs> grabbed a bourbon biscuit and I bit into it. And I will tell you now, that is the nicest bourbon biscuit I've <laughs> eaten in my life. It was so soft and it tasted so good. And I've never, ever eaten a bourbon biscuit in my life that tasted as good as that one that was under the sofa and probably had been there for a, a good few days. <laughs> the fact it was soft. It was really soft that's what oh. i love i'm i loved that it was so good what is your absolute favorite memory of being a kid okay so i have a like i have a quite a cute memory which doesn't really have a story and then i have like a favorite memory that i quite like okay so my little one that is quite cute is when my when i was little yeah i probably was like four or five my granddad on my dad's side used to have a packet of humbugs at all times just on the like side of his like recliner and he always mm-hmm. used to sneak me humbugs as a four-year-old right before dinner at my nan's house and i used to get in trouble because i would never eat my dinner and I'd have to sit at the table but I just love that memory because my granddad passed away when I was about six so it's like that's Mm. just the only memory I have is him feeding me humbugs and to this day I bloody love humbugs oh that's really sweet I know it's a cute one that's a really cute one I like that that's nice thanks yeah that's really sweet (laughs) and what is your 
other memory? Well, when I, I used to go to Turkey like quite a bit as a kid. And one year I met a friend. I actually socialised with another child, which was odd for me as a shy child. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was like three years older than me. But her name was her name was Lily Evans, which I liked even more because that's Harry Potter's mum's name. Okay. So I was already like, you're my best friend now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we like became really close. And she ended up becoming one of my pen pals for like three months afterwards. And I never heard from her again because she moved to Turkey. She was from Wales. I recently, well, I say recently, like three years ago, found her on Facebook. No way. Did you yeah. message her? Yeah. Wow. She, Did you reconnect? Fit now. She's fit now. She's fit. Wait, wait. Fit. fit as in UK fit or like US fit? I feel like you should know the difference. UK fit. Oh, so like wait, she's wait. fit, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you mean, I thought you meant like, does she look like an American fit? Oh, no, I meant if I said, oh, she's fit to an American, they probably go, yeah, she's really healthy. Yeah, she works out. Yeah, she's yeah. working out. Yeah, yeah no, But you mean okay. like she's fit, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, we, so... we spoke to, for like a week and then that was it. But oh. that was a good memory. <laughs> I made a friend. Oh, that's cool that you actually managed to re-find her. Wait, was you actively searching though? Like one day did you go, do you know what? I want to find Lily from Turkey. <laughs> well, I was sorting out my room and I came across the letters from when we were little. I was like, oh, I wonder what she's doing. I wonder if she's on oh. Facebook. So I thought, I'm going to go on a hunt. That's really cute. I never had a pen pal. They're really fun. Oh, my sister had a pen pal. And my school tried to set up with pen pals. And I had someone from France. And I think I sent one letter to them. And they sent one back. And they never responded. Oh, you ghosted them. I did. I ghosted via letter. And I reckon they're still waiting. (laughs) Yeah, they're just sitting at their letterbox every day. I wonder if Emma's going to write back. I wonder if she will write back to me. (laughs) That was a (laughs) really good <laughs> Could you just suck her a blur? Yeah. Suck her a blur. She would not do the summer well. She would not message me back. It's all at ball right now. <laughs> you went Italian. <laughs> Well, enough with the accents. (laughs) So what's your favourite memory? I found this a really hard question to answer because I have a lot of memories as a kid. Well, I suppose everyone does. (laughs) It was hard to pick one. First thing that came to my head was the time when Pooh Face pushed you down the stairs. (laughs) That probably just sounds awful. It does sound awful. (laughs) I was really lucky. I am still really lucky to have a sister that we were so close and I really, really enjoyed our time as we grew up, all the time we spent together. And I think one of the top, top all memories of that was when I was at the top of the stairs and she, we used to play fight a lot. She kicked me, like Sparta kicked me down the stairs and I rolled like out of like a movie. Like I should have died, really. <laughs> I rolled all the way down the stairs and I slammed into the radiator at the end. Oh my and God. I can remember she said, I was standing at the top, Emma, and I was holding my mouth like, oh. <gasps> I've just killed her and because she could see me on the floor and I was like you know like you either cry or laugh when you vibrate and your body goes up and down she was like I couldn't tell if you were crying and I was laughing because I found it really funny but so I'm on the um, bottom of the stairs like laughing but that much I can't make a sound so she's at the top like oh my god I've like killed my little sister and I'm like Pooh Face that was so funny she was like phew thank god um, but we used to do loads of stuff like that to each other like we were evil I used to do this thing where I used to go downstairs to her bedroom I used to go in there I would open up her earbuds tip all 500 onto the floor
store. Oh. I'd pull out all of her clothes from her from her wardrobe, chuck them all. I used to get a duvet, drag it out, put it in the kitchen. I would go in and tip her bin upside down. And we used to do things like that to each other all the time. You were a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> she returned it though. Like I would, I'd come home from being out with my friends, and then I'd get into bed after a long day of playing gun sticks with someone, and then I'd, I'd lay the rest of my head on the pillow, and then I'd smell. I go. Oh my god, she's fucking sprayed that shitty perfume all over my pillow again. Like we just used to do <laughs> the best things to each other. Like we always used to pull hair from our hairbrushes and then put it under each other's bed. So like <laughs> you used to open and lift up your bed and there'd be like a big clump of hair. <laughs> it was just like the best time. So like, I probably have to say some of my best childhood memories, or I can't pick one. I don't have a favourite. It has to be my sister Pooh Face. Oh, that's really cute. She's just a whole round all round a favorite memory all the things we did to each other i mean the my second top is probably when i pulled her down the stairs by a dressing gown and then i poured garlic salt all over her and she stank like garlic salt for ages that doesn't bed. come off even in the shower i know she was smell like that for like two weeks <laughs> Oh, that's horrible. I know. But she did it all to me as well. Like, you you hear all me doing mean stuff, but Pooh Face was just as bad. <laughs> that's really cute. I know. I was really lucky. Don't be jealous, though. Me and my packet of crisps. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> me and my salt vinegar crisps. Yeah. <laughs> did you do anything else embarrassing? It was Red Nose Day at primary school, and like, everyone used to like spray their hair red. with that. Oh, yes, like, I remember. Yeah. Well, I did that, and for some reason... I must have had my hair in my mouth at some point because when it came to the school assembly in the morning, we were singing our hymns like, oh, the flowers, fluffy, like all of that. I just vomited red, but not blood. It was embarrassing because the worst part was that the teacher then had to walk me across the stage in front of everyone oh, to get to God. the office. Yeah, I would have died. That was embarrassing. That's awful. I've never, like, did you always have that kid at school that like used to piss themselves or they'd do something fucking weird? Yeah. Was that you? No, I did piss myself in the URA and had to put red tights on because that was all that they had in the spare clothes thing. <laughs> but I was like five years old. They wouldn't let me go to the toilet. <laughs> But, that's yeah. absolutely, absolutely hilarious i was never that kid luckily enough i was never the one that pissed themselves <laughs> good <laughs> you, you were <laughs> Look. i hope somewhere there's someone right now like someone in that class that you've completely forgotten about and they're like do you remember that that girl that used to piss herself <laughs> <laughs> I remember everyone from that class. So, do you? Uh, yeah. I don't remember many from my... I don't even know what half of them do in. Most of mine are single parents claiming benefit. Oh, I won't put that bit in. <laughs> <laughs> you can if you want. They won't, they won't listen. I was never their friend. <laughs> That's really funny. You're going to be hunted down after this podcast. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. The only other embarrassing thing that I had done, which actually made me really sad and put me down a little bit, was uh, when I was a kid, so I was like really tomboyish. I wanted to be David Beckham with the cool slits in the eyebrows. Okay, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I want some cool slits in my eyebrows. How they achieved it as a child, I, looked, I was like, how the hell have they done that? What, how, I must figure this out. So I got some scissors and decided to chop and fucking hack to shit my eyebrows thinking that I could achieve a nice slit um I didn't manage to do that so <laughs> I'm not surprised with scissors <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> you can just imagine me like in my bedroom sitting on my single bed like snip 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 
Oh, it was awful. So I did that and it was bad. And my sister, the evil, evil lady, she came in and she went, Emma, what have you done? And I was like, oh, I've, I've tried to get a slit like David Beckham. And she she fucking lied to me and she jeopardized my entire life. She went, you realize if you chop your eyebrows with scissors, they never grow back. So I am like distraught. I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? So until they grew back i used to wear this hat well i had like an army jungle hat and i used to fold it in a particular way to make it look like a cat and we went to my nan and granddad's and um i was just upstairs with poo face and then out of nowhere my mum went emma so i was like yeah like come downstairs and my nan went why are you wearing that silly hat for and i was like oh, I like it, Nan. She was like, take it off, will ya? So I was like, I don't want to. Like, tried to run away. And my mum was like, no, come back here. Take off the hat. What have you done? And I took off the hat and they were like, <gasps> what have you done? And I was like, <laughs> just cried. And then my sister had to explain. <laughs> so what did it look like? What did these slits look like? My slits? <laughs> Your eyebrow slits. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that episode. <laughs> They just imagine, well, because when you're a kid, you have bushier eyebrows, don't you? Because you don't trim them. So just imagine like a thick, juicy eyebrow, but just a bushy bit here, absolutely bald here, another bushy bit, one completely almost gone. Like it was bad. It was Um, noticeable because I've got dark hair. I'm just going to say right now, right? I don't touch my eyebrows. So the eyebrows I have right now are what I had as a child. I would not be able to cut mine with scissors. Like I've always had like on fleek eyebrows. Well, lucky you, because I fucking don't. <laughs> We're not all blessed, Lucy, with the most beautiful eyebrows in oh, the world. It's the only thing on my face that I'm blessed, but uh, see, I don't mind. Now they've kind of adapted into a nice form of a shape, but as a child, I just absolutely wrecked them. It wasn't good. <laughs> Did you fancy anyone as a kid? Oh, mate, I oh. spent, mate. Mate, I spent, I must have spent 11 years of my life fancying this one boy at school. Oh, that's really sad. From play school up until like year seven. Did you ever manage to kiss him? No, but we did go out, but we were too scared to kiss because we were only little. We went out in year five, so it took up until like nine years old for him to ask me out. And he used to come over, his name was Sam, and he used to come over and used to play on the um, PlayStation iToy. And he used to do that one where whatever you do is mirrored on the screen so it will play back like three seconds later so he used to pull a mooney and then watch himself pull a mooney (laughs) and that that was the like as far as our relationship went i bet you loved that every second of it though (laughs) oh yeah how funny you got there in the end though stalked him for so long and then finally made it you did it i claimed him claim him for a temporary amount of time two years on and off i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) i uh i didn't fancy anyone as a kid but i did have a lot of like flings and i'm not joking i i was kissing the ladies from play school age I was a player. player. I was a player, baby. And I can remember as well. So how old are you in play school? Like three? Yeah. I remember being at play school. I kissed one girl. She was blonde and she had frizzy hair. I don't know who she was. I can't remember now. Um, I kissed her in the tunnel. And there was this one girl. We had an on and off thing for a while. Um, And we used to kiss in the toilet. Ooh, scary. I know. I don't think we, but either of us knew what was going on. No. No, and she is. No, I don't remember him. I just remember she had short bob haircut with a fringe like yours. <laughs> 
Pussy game. <laughs> it was not me. <laughs> I was an innocent child. I was not a player. Can you imagine if we just like rekindled that moment there and then and you were like, oh my God. That was I me. Really- <laughs> I've done that with a friend before. I moved really? play schools a lot when I was little. And um, I used to have a friend at one of the play schools who I spent a lot of time around her house. We were like best mm-hmm. friends. So we were like two or three. And then it wasn't until a few years ago, I was talking to my friend. Her name's Emsel. And um, she was saying, oh, when I was at play school, I used to have this friend who used to come around a lot and she left and I never saw her again. And I was like, hey, what play school did you go to? And she told me, I was like, that was me. I'm that friend. And we wow. met again in sixth form when we were 16 so we haven't seen each other for like 14 years that's crazy that is mad that is mad that's like crazy small world kind of shit mm-hmm. yeah. none of that happens to me enough i wish like i walked into someone and i was like oh sorry and they go oh my god emma from year four and i'm like oh my god <laughs> Susan from year four. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, it's you. Like I've, I'd never have any, that never happens to me. I was just that, that person at school who wasn't popular but wasn't a nerd. Just like kept myself to myself. I just would not want to associate with them now. Oh, I loved school. I mean, I hated going, but I loved school for like the social side of it because I, oh, yeah. I was the jokester person. So I was always like, I would be in science going, oh yeah, and then like looking away. <laughs> Like, who did that? I don't know who did that. <laughs> I'd be like making sex noises in every lesson and everyone always knew it was me. <laughs> the teachers didn't know. I think that's really funny with like British schooling is like how teachers treated us mm-hmm. because I always p- specifically remember, and I've heard this a lot from most people, teachers who teach French, they are always the ones that just shout and send people out the class. Yeah. Did yours do that? Yeah, they, they, they've got no control. So the easiest thing to do is just to kick that person out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> let someone else deal with them i remember specifically in my secondary school my french class was the worst and i remember on one day she had gone on a fucking rampant and she like sent about 10 people outside i got sent out for nothing <laughs> i think i went outside and there was nine or ten other people out there and i was just like what a fucking shambles there's probably only about three people left <laughs> in that class what is she doing <laughs> it used uh, to be so bad did you have like a point system at your schools we had d1 c2 c3 and c4 so if you got a c1 that's your first warning and if you got a c2 that's your second warning c3 was a detention and the c4 was isolation oh we didn't have that oh see we were our school was just too anal about everything like that oh my school was that shit it went from being a school and then it became a federation with another school and then it, that didn't work because it was so shit that it then became an academy <laughs> So and then uh, we had a, a head teacher come in called Dr. Fox and he was going to revolutionize our school apparently like everyone was like oh really excited and but he just didn't do anything he ended up leaving because everyone used to mug him off oh it was oh. really bad it's really sad actually as an adult you actually think like kids are shitty like can you imagine being Dr. Fox and thinking I've just got landed this new job I'm a, I'm a school I'm a school authoritar I'm going to go in there and I'm going to help build this school up and then you go in there like oi you mug yeah no as an adult I appreciate adults more if that makes sense Mm, because I I am an adult now and I don't like it and I won't ever admit to that outside of this we were arseholes like kids are just arseholes they still are they're They're worse because they think they're older now I actually agree they don't act like kids they do but I've never like when you actually think about like authorities today let's say like police Mm -hmm. security guards teachers and things parents when we were kids fucking well scary police well fucking scary like you would just do as you're told yeah and then you'd cry you'd cry about it or you'd be like please don't tell my mum please 
please. I'll do whatever you want. Like, please. Nowadays, if a police officer approaches a young child, and I'm not saying all of them, it's like, get a phone out. What are you saying, bruv? What are you coming at me for? What is your rights? What's your rights in it? Like, where do they go with this? How are you that bored to a police officer like that at the age of 10? I know. It's crazy because the one time that I was approached by a police officer, approached, we were having a party. We were underage drinking and it was really loud. I was, I was just like, I'm just gonna, I, I'm just gonna lie. I'm gonna lie, and it got came to it, and I was like, "My name's Lucy. This is my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm underage drinking." <laughs> but I caved, like I was like, "I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm lie. <laughs> I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna. We're gonna get out of this. Nope, nope." <laughs> so funny i had a run-in with the police at a house party so when i was in secondary school i used to i became a bit like towards the later years and we'd always have parties i was always pissed in a park somewhere bad things were happening i was at a house party it was actually my ex-boyfriend's house party and it was really loud it got a bit out of control and the police knocked on the door but the light was on in the porch and i was the one who opened the door so it was like a knock and i was like oh who's that like pissed (laughs) open the door could just about see out of it because the light was on in the porch and then I could see the shine on their like stab vest and I just stared at them and then I heard it's the police and then I shut the door on them and ran upstairs <laughs> I was like, oh I, can't do I was like I can't do this I'll leave this for someone else <laughs> I just shut the door and left. I was like, no, thank you. I can't do this right now. <laughs> what, what was the outcome in the end? Did someone else uh, get Yeah, the older boy, my ex-boyfriend's brother was there. He opened the door and he said, oh, sorry, we'll just turn the music down. And then they left. Did you ever go to house parties? Yeah, but not until sixth form. So when I was like 16, 17. So it wasn't when I was too little. But um, my first, I remember my first one was at my friend's house. My friend actually, whose house it was, was the person who gave me the nickname Scobes. Oh, just okay. Just out there. She had a house party and it was my first time like properly drinking outside of like Christmas and stuff. I drank four of the big cans of Frumbo in an hour. Oh dear, Lucy, mistakes made. Mistakes were made. I kissed my best friend's ex-boyfriend you whore yep and then i threw up on him <laughs> you dirty whore and then i threw bread into at ducks in a pond oh that's nice i went home and slept i'd only been there an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> that, that all happened in an hour and a half 1.5 hours <laughs> Yeah, my, my friend tried to feed me bread and I was like, I don't want it and just like threw it at the little ducks in the pond. Or, it might have been goldfish actually because it was a very small pond. But, That's really funny yeah. because as a kid, like I used to get drunk quite a lot, like not unhealthy amounts, but like I suppose the regular 15 year old shouldn't be getting drunk in a park. Every teenager that was trying to help their drunk friend is get the bread. It's always the bread. Get the Eat the bread. Eat Every time it was bread and water, I could count on my hands the amount the times I've watched my friends with my other drunk friends they have a state fault like dying on the floor and they're trying to stuff bread into their mouth with sips of water to save them from whatever's happening to them see I can't Never do it because I don't like bread I'm not a fan of bread so the thought of eating bread when I already feel like I'm going to be sick is just like nope can't it's do gonna it it's going to be worse yeah exactly yeah i have i'm not a sicky person i'll shit everywhere but i don't (laughs) i don't be sick (laughs) i don't be sick i don't be sick so i rarely am sick especially from like drinking or anything like that like i'll get well fucked and then i'll just be okay and it'll fade away there Mm. was one time i was I think I was about 14 or 15, I stole a bottle of champagne from my sister's cupboard in the wall. 
I stole <laughs> four Guinnesses that were my mum's and I stole about three beers that were my dad's. Put them in a big Jane Norman bag. Off I went. <laughs> Jane Norman. Oh, those were the days. Off I went to the park. Do do do. Met all my friends. Yeah, the gang. Whoop whoop whoop. Got to the park. Um, night time. We're all drinking, having a laugh, running around being stupid. Everyone's pissing in bushes, like being proper dirty British scumbags. And I remember I like chugged the Guinness. I chugged the beer. I'm pretty sure I had cider as well. <laughs> um, I'd popped the champagne and I drank that. I walked home on my own. Thirty minutes at one o'clock in the morning, pissed as a fart as like a fourteen year old. Got home and I went to bed. And this was the first time I had ever ever experienced laying down and the room was going warm, 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 like spinning oh, everywhere. Man. I'd never experienced it before. So I was like, I just, even when I had my eyes shut, I was still spinning. I was like that meme of like, you know, Dumbledore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like that. And then out of nowhere, everything was black. And then I just remember shooting up and running to the, the bathroom. And I didn't make it. My mum was sitting up on her computer with her door open and I projectile vomited all over the wall right next to where my mum was sitting. Oh, no. Yep. And I sat on the floor looking at it like fucked, like completely, like probably like off my tits. And my mum just looked at me, laughed and went, you're cleaning that up. <laughs> so, <laughs> Don't worry, mum, I will. And I, do you know what? I did a fucking well solid job. I went immediately <laughs> into the bathroom, grabbed a sponge and some bathroom cleaner and I sprayed it all down and cleaned it all up and then went back to the toilet, continued to be sick. My cat buttons come and saved me actually, because I remember I was like, I must have passed out at the toilet because then I just felt a hairy like face and tongue like my face. And I was like, hello buttons. And then I went Aww. to bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, I hate all of that. I hate the feeling of being drunk. But I like that yeah. stage just before you get to that point. Oh, but it was wor- worst. And that was the first time I experienced it, aged 14. It was bad. Yeah. You're you were an early starter. I was an early starter, but I had like that group of friends that was we all used to get together and go to the park all the time. Like we were quite a crowd group yeah we always did the same thing so and we always used to go to the same park and always do the same thing and they always like to drink i wasn't so bad but occasionally i joined in but when i did join in that's that happened see our group of friends were not like we had such a weird group of misfit friends half of us were bloody sat there winding up my one friend for fancying the english teacher when secretly we all fancied the english teacher but no one's going to admit fancy fancying this woman like this woman who's like 35 years old and we're all like 14 no one's gonna admit to that so we just wound up our one friend for three years oh that's so mean and it wasn't until we left school that we were like yeah no we we all knew like she's greek for god's sake she's a greek woman with like the cheekbones and everything we all fancied her like no one is denying that but um (laughs) yes we had friends like that we weren't going out like we were sitting there crushing on teachers and making bloody life-size husbands to kiss and marry I had a good time at school though well looking back I wish I was chiller because I used to I remember like I've got best friends today I've got two of my friends which are now still my friends now from school and I didn't even know them in school and I didn't know them and I signed them up for the rugby team (laughs) I didn't know who they were (laughs) but they were they were friends of my friends so I knew of them but they weren't I wasn't friends with them and I wrote their names down on the rugby team (laughs) 
Oh my god. So, and I think the first time they actually met me was the toilet and I had got something all over my boobs on my shirt and I went to the toilet and I came out as I came out they were there and I went oh don't mind me I got something all over my tits and then walked away and that was their first impression of me. So, are you friends with them now? Yeah I'm still friends with them today. I've, all of my friends in real life are from my school. Yeah I don't I don't have many friends in real life anymore but the ones that I do they're all from school as well. I don't really haven't made any friends since leaving school that have stuck around. Damn. So I'm quite lucky. I'm, all my friends are, I would consider my best friends, like my best, best, one of my top tier friends. I used to steal her wheelchair at school. She actually has a disability. <laughs> I used to get in. You can't say that and then laugh. She has a disability. <laughs> I'm laughing at the <laughs> laughing at that I'm laughing at the thought of I wasn't really that much of a friend with her at school during the period of time where I would steal her wheelchair (laughs) (laughs) she would get up in art to go get her paints because she could walk she has a a muscles um, disability where her muscles aren't strong so she has a wheelchair for majority of her walking but she can do short trips Mm -hmm. Um, so she would get up in her lesson and go get her paints and I would get in her wheelchair and ride away (laughs) she'd come back and she wouldn't have her wheelchair anymore (laughs) and she'd turn around and there's me hello but I used to do it in science as well, and it became a thing. I always used to steal a wheelchair and used to ride around in science with it. And it just there's a picture of me somewhere. <laughs> on <the wheelchair. laughs> You're gonna have to dig that out one day. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to. Uh, maybe once I edit this and put it on YouTube, I'll ding. Here's the picture of me in a wheelchair. <laughs> Like I can count on her for literally my life now. Yeah. So no, that's that's nice to have like friends like that from school. Yeah. So and it all came from me being a dick and getting in a wheelchair and running away with it. So you know, sometimes <laughs> the friends I was a dick to. Don't hear from them. I haven't heard from them for years. I don't know why. See, I feel like it, it, it depends on the person. <laughs> I was addicted to my other two friends, signed them up to the rugby team. They're my friends today. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think I've probably met a friend, I've done something weird to the, oh, this is perfect. My other bestest top tier friend, he, the first thing I ever said to him, because he, we went on a school trip to Adventure Island in South End. Yeah. And we were in a queue outside and he got pushed into me and I was facing away and I turned around and was, I said something along the line of watch where you going you fucking cunt and we're best friends <laughs> that was the first <laughs> time i'd ever said a word to him in my life but yeah so i'm quite lucky i guess people should hate me but somehow they don't you have to teach me the ways so is there any mistakes you ever made yeah i was a dickhead to my friends <laughs> Tell me all about it. In year nine, I wasn't re- I wasn't a dickhead. I was I was a bit of a stab in the back dickhead. I wasn't a direct dickhead, but I <laughs> dickhead, dickhead, dickhead. <laughs> me, <laughs> me and my best friend JD, we were like the best of friends in our group, and we there was like a large group. So for her, it must have been her fourteenth birthday. She had a sleepover, and like a group of us were there. There must have been about five or six of us. And this one, there was this one girl in our group who was really popular, and all the boys fancied her. Like she she was a pretty kid if at that age <laughs> she was beautiful like for when as a 14 year old me like I could look at her and go like I can see why all the boys like her like she is yeah but, so everyone was a little bit jealous of her I think that was the that was the I think that's why it started but she came and her and our other friend they just were they were just like bum lickers like <laughs> loved each other's bum holes and they yeah. kept disappearing together and we me and my friend my best friend jd came up with this like inside joke that oh well they must be lesbians (laughs) like behind their backs and we were only saying it 
to each other mm. and they, we, never, we never said it to anyone else but like because we'd go upstairs and they would have built like pillow forts around them so you couldn't see them and they were like all close and like yeah they're definitely like they're leaving us out how dare they we ended up sharing this rumor that we'd started with one of our other friends oh um, no months later and this other friend could not keep anything to herself and she told her friend who then told the entire school that this girl was lesbian oh that's no way that's awful look what you did it's really ironic really and then she left school (gasps) is she a lesbian today no (laughs) funny she never was she never was a lesbian as a joke yeah we were just like joking around between us and then we thought we'd include our other friend in on it because she kept going on about oh they're so up each other's bum holes and uh we thought oh yeah we'll include her and she went and bloody told everyone and it's like oh i can't believe you did that though i know i was a bitch but i was sad because me and her actually became like quite like we would rotate what friends we were close to in our group (laughs) so on the lead up to her leaving school me and her had actually become really close friends and this was after like when it all came out and she messaged me on msn like someone started this rumor blah 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 and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry that was me like we straight out was like that was me that was us but we didn't start it as a rumor we said it as a joke and someone's then gone and told everyone and she she forgave us for it but the crap she got from this other girl was just too much so yeah. she ended up leaving but we became like best friends right before she left and then on her last day of school i refused to talk to her because she was leaving i was like no you're leaving i'm not talking to you so i didn't talk to her the whole day of, and I, I didn't see her again until like a year later when we went to amadeus under 18s and uh, <laughs> she, she was there with her new group of school friends and uh she said hello and then that was it i haven't spoke to her since wow that do you know mm. something like that could have like ruined someone's life i know i was a dickhead and this is why people aren't my friends <laughs> that's crazy but i straight up like was like oh my god i'm so sorry that was us i did that but it was only a joke to one person this one person then went and she forgave us for it which was good but it, it, yeah, it wasn't nice. That could have gone, well, in a different direction as well. Like, you don't know how south that could have gone. I know. I still have her on Facebook and everything, so goodbye. Is she doing all right? As <laughs> far as I can tell, I think she works for the local council, but I don't know. Oh, she didn't take it on through her life then. It wasn't too much of a an impact on her life. No, I think she was probably over it as soon as she left, to be honest. The boys were heartbroken, but... <laughs> <laughs> And our like, little friendship group fell apart after that. We separated into like three different groups, which just goes to show that she was probably the one that we were all friends with, really. Oh, no. Mm. Proper done yourself in there. Yeah. Poor Lucy. Poor that girl. Poor Lucy. You're a fucking arsehole. I know. I'll send you a picture of her later. Joking. <laughs> I don't have my mistake is more like a physical like I actually did something bad well associated with the bad the wrong type of friends yeah I almost set house on fire what on purpose no not on purpose so this was in year six I was friends with all the boys because I liked all the boys stuff I know who you are today and if you happen to ever listen to this I hope yous feel fucking bad because I was the only one out of this group that got in a lot of trouble and it really annoyed me about it because they all got away fucking free for free and I got grounded and shouted at and really I got grounded I got grounded for six months because of this fucking story right here we go so (laughs) they come and knocked for me one night after school I used to play out pretty regularly all the time these two boys they come and knock for me I had my friend in my house at the time I opened the door and they're like oh do you want to come out and we were playing um San Andreas so we didn't really want to go out but 
they were like, look at this lighter we've got. And they'd like switched the lighter all the way to the top, like lit it. And the flame was six, seven inches tall. And they were like, look how cool this is. Look, look, look. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. But like, we don't, we just want to stay inside. Anyway, mm-hmm. they convinced us to go out and we went to just near where I live. There is another set of houses, but it's their gardens. And there was one garden that was abandoned and they're all attached houses. It's almost like they're all attached. There's no detached houses. Mm-hmm. We were in their abandoned garden and they were setting fire to little things like crisp packets and and wood and rope leftover shit in this garden and me and my best friend were there hanging about i think the only thing i actually burnt was like a prawn cocktail walker's crisp packet but i put it <laughs> out and it, so i was just kind of associated but they were lighting all this like <laughs> rope on this fence and stuff and doing all this stuff me and my best friend were like this feels weird and i don't want to be a part of it so we it wouldn't go out this little fire thing it was like still smoking so my best friend weed on it i was like what's the best way to put it out like we ain't got water so he was like don't worry I'll just I'll wee on it so we weed on it and we went to the shop and oh my god I had like a tiny little phone that I'd been given by my uh, my mum and it was to be used in case she needed to contact me whilst I'm out mm-hmm. my phone I looked at my phone I had like 12 text messages <laughs> six missed calls I find it rang again as I was outside Londis and I answered it and my mum was like where are you I was like I'm at the shop she was like come home right now and I kind of knew that something was up and as I come yeah. round to my block there was six fire engines all outside and I just knew instantly and I was like I don't want to go in that house I don't want to go in there (laughs) I walked in and she was standing behind the table and she just looked at me and went what have you done like the thing is how would they know but someone grasped on me that's the annoying part she was like you know what you've done she went off crazy off like (gasps) you could have killed everyone like it was the scariest time I was so scared I was like running away from my mum around the table when she's trying to chase me and I was just like petrified she smacked me it was scary I cried I was like ah she was like you wait till your dad gets in and I was like no and then that was a whole nother thing my dad came home with verbal words laid into me he had a right go at me and I've never been I was actually as a small child I felt depressed for about three months (laughs) because I could have killed everyone like I could have killed everyone and my mum and dad drilled that into me like don't you understand don't play with fire you could have just killed everyone and it was so scary the only reason that I got caught and the others didn't was because a little boy who I went to school with his little brother I was hanging out of his window watching and he knew who I was so he come around and told my mum she just got home from work literally like within 10 minutes if she hadn't have come home that no one would have answered the door oh my god I know and everyone else got away like luckily the firemen dealt with the situation it wasn't a fire or anything like that there was just a little, tiny little bit of smoke and I think everyone got extra about it yeah um, <laughs> I think they overreacted <laughs> and yeah well it was just the worst time of my life and that was probably the biggest mistake I've ever made as a kid but do you know what that says about you as a person though is that you you could never be a criminal because look how fucking scared you were I was so oh my god (laughs) I was so scared I to the point where me and my best friend are trying to wee on this fucking bit of rope (laughs) it out it was just my heart dropped when I come around that corner and there was like six fire engines my life was over I was like this is it so yeah I got grounded for six months and absolutely just do you know what song haunts me fire starter <laughs> oh no that haunts me for different reasons just because i heard it so much oh but, it haunts yeah. me i came downstairs i lived in my room i remember i just used to go get oranges and 
two bits of toast and like go upstairs and hide away I didn't want to see anyone like I didn't want to see my mum didn't want to see my dad I couldn't talk to anybody I like I just wanted to hide away all the time and I came downstairs for the first time and sat in the living room and what song came on I'm a fire starter and I was like I was like why is this my life what's the chances of me coming downstairs for the first time in a month and a fucking fire starter comes on so I got up and left they put that on on purpose like, they probably they, did they, they knew it was about to come on they was like quick yeah but that song haunts me and i remember i still had to go to like i was going to school and them two other boys absolutely were like you coming out tonight and i'm like no i'm fucking grounded forever because of you cunts like (laughs) oh i i was so angry i wish i'd like told on them i wish i'd told on them you should have i would have i would have definitely name dropped but i didn't name drop them right now i'm joking (laughs) yeah yeah speaking of i could name drop them right now but yeah that was my biggest mistake as a child i feel like your mistake was like a lot more serious than my mistake well i think they're just different aren't they like i almost <laughs> bent a fucking estate down and <laughs> you, you almost ruined someone's life so <laughs> yeah but mm-hmm. overall lucy are you happy with who you are today yeah i can't complain <laughs> is there anything that you would change i think i would probably be like more outgoing like because you, you like hearing your stories like you were out a lot like with your friends and stuff i do we didn't really do that it was more i used to go around one friend's house and we'd stay inside and we'd watch hillary duff films and <laughs> make husbands out of paper and that would be it we still yeah. do weird stuff today like that like when we were like briefly allowed out in the summer this year last year i went around my friend's house the only difference was we were drunk and we made a band and we were called the Gina because she's got garden gnomes and we played classical guitar and we made drunk it out of saucepans and performed to her mum (laughs) and we did that last year like in the summer like we still do that's some weird stuff we do so if I could change anything it would have been like to put myself out there more I think go out and not be so weird yeah that's a good one though I like that reflection that's nice thank you what about you uh yeah I am happy with who I am today I think the only difference is I wish I was like four stone liar (laughs) Oh yeah, but don't we all wish that? Because yeah. I wish that too. <laughs> but no, I am. There is, I don't know. I think what I would have changed is I wish I wasn't always such a dick because I pushed my jokes sometimes too far. Yeah. And I wish I hadn't have pushed some of my jokes as far as they had gone because I just mm-hmm. I didn't know where the lines were sometimes. But also, if you if you knew where the lines were, like if you didn't push those jokes, you wouldn't have learned that lesson. That's true. That is very true. And I definitely learned a lot of lessons growing up. <laughs> Overall, I, I suppose I grew up to be a decent human. I think that leaves us at the end of the podcast now, actually. The one, the only, the Lucy. The, <laughs> the Lucy, the one and only, the Lucy. The Lucy. A.K.A. Scoobs. Oh, yeah, Scoobs. Scoobs. Is there anything you would like to plug, Lucy? Oh, I have a Discord. Ah, then tell us all about your wonderful Discord. I have a Discord called the Galactic Empire of Gregs. And I could tell you the story. I'm going to tell you the story. Basically, spoilers for Mandalorian. Stop now. Baby Yoda is called Grogu and my mum thought his name was Greg. So I'm continuing the trend online that Baby Yoda is called Greg. But I have a Discord and it's just a place to chill out with multiple communities and play games together and stuff. So anyone wants to join, that's fine. Anyone cool. And I do 100% agree that it's a nice little area for people to hang out in because Lucy today was streaming Personas. <laughs> and (laughs) but yeah it was a good time it was a nice place to hang out nice and chill no pressure no pressure but join or otherwise i'll send baby yoda baby girl otherwise you tell everyone that you're a lesbian (laughs) yeah i'll tell everyone you're a lesbian and make you leave your school (laughs) she's evil (laughs) 
But I would like to thank everyone for listening. It's been a journey, I'm sure. Um, I do apologise. It's it's going to be a bit of a rough one, you know. My first podcast and I'm very lucky enough to have wonderful people supporting me through it. But thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the next topic. Who knows what it'll bloody be. Bye. Beep, beep. Boop, boop. Doot,